0: Good morning, Shavuot Tov. Today's daf is daf Chav Zayin 27. Um, so this sugya started on Friday's daf and continued into some of the details yesterday. We're going to continue with it today and we'll finish it off tomorrow. Um, so so it is a long suya, but the, the main point was we were discussing that if a nozer sets aside his money for his sacrifices... Well, let's go... Yeah if he specified which, what the money is for, then it has the same status as that sacrifice. So the money set aside for his oiler would be offered as a voluntary, would be used to buy a voluntary offering on the Mizbach, or the actual sacrifice would be used as a voluntary oiler offering on the Mizbach. If it's the money for the Shlomim, or the animal that was designated as a Shlomim, then it would be offered as a Shlomim. Remember, we said slight differences to a regular Shlomim, but it would be offered as a Shlomim. And then The next step was, oh, and then the chattas, you have to leave to die or if it's money you would throw it dispose of it i throw it into the Yamamelach. I they always use that example because no one goes swimming or diving in the Yamamelach, so anything thrown in there is say, I'd love to see if they've done any archaeological digs there or something and see you know they found interesting idols and some money and all I mean I don't know if it's literally that they would throw it in the Yamamelach, but it means dispose of it but it would be I think it would be quite interesting to see there might be some do uh, you corroded or preserved <laughs> um, yeah probably corroded but um, you know you never know what could be at the bottom there some uh, ancient uh, Kanani idols <laughs> or uh, images that were used by whatara okay so that's the that's the rule with specified there's a special now what would you think if the money was let's mix together by mixed together he said this is the money for my nauseous sacrifices I'm not being too precise because we did see yesterday that if he just says this is for my obligations, it counts as for all three sacrifices. So, but without getting into the technicalities of what exactly he said and his intent, but along the lines of that, this money is for my three sacrifices. So now no specific, no specific part of the money is for... <coughs> is for a specific part of the karban (coughs) but part of it part of the money is for each of the some of the money is for the oiler some for the khatas and some for the shlomin so we would think that you can't use any of the money because some of it is used for because some of it's meant for the khatas which has to be disposed of so we have a special I'm going to go all in I'm going to just to keep it a bit more straightforward, we're going to go in Rabbi Yochanan. It's halakhala moshu that that mixture can be used for an adava. So you take the mixture of the money that the Nazir is no longer going to use, and you buy... Um, and you use that to buy sacrifices for the oiler sacrifices for the base amigash as we said that's a novelty because you would have expected that you have to dispose of the money because it's got Khatas money mixed in um, similarly yesterday we saw that also applies to a mixture of birds so the, there are a few people who their korban has to be two birds hattas and oila. if those birds are no longer needed etc then the owner can then you turn them into an adova. And offer and um, use the money as Nadavus on the his bath, the money for the birds. So that's where we're coming in at the moment. With that point, with that halakhala Misinai, you know, that, uh, again, stum money, unspecified money. I might use the word mixed up, but it's not that there was actual chattis money that got mixed up. It was money that was never specified. It could be that he was going to use all the money for one of them or 90% of the money for one of them and the other 10% for the other two. There's no specific, it's unspecified what he used it for. So that's the aloha of money. Now, yesterday, I'm wondering if we just read through it quickly. Um, Let's just quiet up into yesterday's DAF. Yeah, the general principle that we brought out um, on Amud Baiz in yesterday's DAF is that This is specifically with money. Or something which has a monetary equivalent. What do we mean by monetary equivalent? Something that's easy to sell. Unlike, and there were examples given in the Gemara. um, If it was an animal that could have been a korban, that was set aside as a korban. So a cow. None of the Nahu's animals are a calf. But a calf is a carbon, so what do you have? You have to wait for it to get an injury and then you have to redeem it and then it says that's too far, that's not monetary value. The one opinion said also a nugget. You're gonna to have to send it in to be weighed, and they're gonna to have to check the what's it, the purity of it. It's a whole story to get the money evaluated and stuff, so you can't count a nugget as money. So when we speak about this aloh moish misinah, that you view it as stum, and there's the special aloha that even though there's khatas money in it you can buy an a that's only with something that's money or a monetary equivalent if it is something that can't be used as money or sold quickly and easily then you have the problem that you then it's uh then it doesn't fall into that aloha so what would you have to do with the money you have to dispose of it because it has chatus, money, mixed in, which is, you know, the Gemara uses the word, it's as if it's It's as if you specified the different parts of the money. And as we said, I think the way to remember it is, or the, the way that I the standard halacha would be, if you have money, spe- uh, money that's a mixture of for a korban chatus, for, oh no, for a korban whatever, for a korban chatus and something else, you would have to dispose of that money. That would be our assumption. So, um, what we are going to do with this? But there's a special halacha by the Nozi sacrifices and by Cain that you can, if it's unspecified, you can still use it for an Adava. So on that, let's go from the sixth last line, seventh last line of Chovava Mudeis, 26b. Um, and that's, this is just after... We brought a few opinions who gave examples that said this special halacha Moshe Misinai is specific to money or a monetary equivalent. But anything else, you would have to dispose of it as if it's Mephureshes. So, Omale am a barashi, rab papa, rabsimi barashi, said, rab papa, my tamayot omri mails, valoi bahema, valoi naskah, mails, valoi savra, What's the reason behind all these rabbis we've mentioned who said that it's specifically money and not a behemoth that can be used as a carbon or a nugget, a, a precious metal nugget or a, a pile of uh, building beams? Um, what What was their reason? Because it has to be something that can be sold easily. Remember that's what we said. Elomayato maos Well, then we should add to that list money and not birds. And we'll see. Um, we'll add to that list um, that you should also not be allowed. Well, we're going to we're going to create the problem with saying this, but that bird set aside for a korban should also not be able to use it as an adova. you should treat it as if they are specified and you should have to now um dispose of them like a korban khatis yeah so just so just to get the steps clear is we mentioned that the halakhul emotion silai that says you're allowed to use this unspecified money which includes unspecified for a for an adova, is specifically with things that are the actual money set aside or things that are easy to sell if it's any of the above listed items it's not considered money, does not apply with it, and you'd have to dispose of the money. So he said, well, if that's the case, then you should include birds. Why? Because, um, because when, you, when you've sanctified a bird as a korban, or your two birds as a korban, you can no longer redeem them. Is that if they get a mum or something happens, you cannot redeem them. And therefore, that's what we said. They can't be used for money. So they should um, um, they should be considered Mufurashim, as if it's specified, this is the oil and this is the chattis, and then they mixed up. What do you have to do? You have to dispose of it. So that's what we would Was Ah, Maybe you'll say, okay, that's true. Yeah, birds do have that halacha. Uh, birds do have that halacha. So the Gemara says, no, um, Eloho What about Rabbi Rab'chizda said? The bird offerings only become specified. Ah, he takes two birds and he says, this is for my offering. They either become, remember it's always one as a chatas and one as a oila. They only become specified if when the owner is buying them, he says, I'm buying this one for my oila and this one for my chatas," Or unspecified, but he gives them to the kaheid and the kohen chooses which one? Now, Don't we have a tradition that it's only money we treat as unspecified? Or only things that are like money we, we treat as unspecified? What are we saying here? How can the coin come along and designate which bird is for which? The only things that we find that halach Moshe only time you can consider korbanos or um, things for a korban, as unspecified, I, if it's, again, if it's unspecified, that's when the cohen would be able to choose which one's which. But the only time that it is considered unspecified is if the um, is if it has m- monetary value; I can be sold easily. But these birds can't be sold easily. Therefore, by the fact that we teach that the cohen can say this one is the oiler and this one is the chattas must be they viewed as. Stump as unspecified. And once we're saying that they stum, well now we revert back to our now we've disproved the whole previous subject that said that only things that are money or have money or the monetary equivalent have the status of stum and everything else would be mafurash. We've just proved that birds are not considered Mufurash, which undermines our whole principle. Again, interesting, if you notice, well, we've actually taken this a whole step further. Initially, we assumed this, galo, sinai, that when do we view money or carbonus as stum, etc., is when, is specifically by a nozir, or the mixed-up carbonos that aren't going to be used, what do you do with the money, what do you do with the birds? But now we've extended it to viewing a mixture of money or a mixture of koruponos as unspecified. We would have thought that you view it as specified, but we see very clearly by the fact that the kohen can choose which ber- bird is the khattas and which bird is the ola, must be, we view them as unspecified. Again, if they were specified, then whichever one he designates as the ola or whichever one he designates as the khatas might be the wrong one. So... So the coin can should not be allowed to with that line of thinking the coin should not be allowed to designate it. But we see that he is. So Omar he responded to him. He says, Vilita according to your understanding, that birds and animals set aside that and animals that could be a korban set aside have the status of stumim. What are what you going to do with the following Mishnah? He says, Rabbi Shimon Gamel, okay. Rabbi Shimon Gamil says, Hey vi, shaloshbahe mos pirish. If a Nazib brings three animals, and he doesn't specify which one. Now, interesting, this Nazi brought a keves, kivsa, and ail. The female and male lamb, and the ram. Says It says, And the shlomim should be separate. offered as a shlomim. It says, You, Rav Simi Barashi, has just proven that you can't view it as if the animals are specified. And so it doesn't matter what animals the nazir set aside, if he just said these three animals are for my ba nazir. Now, according to Rav, um, according to Rav Simi, any time you have a mixture of animals, you view them as the same as if you had a mixture of money, and they're unspecified. well, then why can the Kohen just come along and offer the lamb, the female lamb for the chattas, the male lamb for the oiler, and the isle for the shlomin? He shouldn't be, he should ha- they should have to first be designated. So that's our issue here. He says, come on, Rav, see me? You're telling me we view these animals as if they're unspecified. But then we've got to run into trouble with Rabbi Shimon Gamil, who says that when you have these three animals, you don't need to specify them before you offer them. So he says, No lay. Rafim Barashi answered, he says, No asam velok, va'as maramona by the birds. The Torah says again, two different suki but it says the word vilaqa when he buys it, or va'aso, implying that the kohen makes it either through the the uh, when the owner buys them he designates them, or when the Kahen can choose to designate them. So, hacha nami, however, here, mi matzir omart, had in the chattas tikrov oila, hacha ne keva, hacha zohar. How could you ever say that the korban chattas is going to be offered as the oila because um, the one, the korban chattas must be the female and the korban oila must be the male? So, what have we said? No when a nazir well let's say let's go back let's go to the first problem is when a person puts aside two birds for his nest let's say he was a zavor a Mitzvah, and he needs his two birds each bird could be either the oil or the hattas and he says we treat it as stam unless the kohen the, unless the owner at the time he bought them specified, or unless the kohen, when, before he's going to offer, a specif- specifies this one, which one's which. Um, interesting enough, if you notice, according to that, it sounds like there's the whole interim period that they could not be designated. It's either the owner when he buys them, or the kohen when he's going to offer them. Um, but with the nazir sacrifice, when the Nazir sets aside three animals, what's the halacha there? Three, he sets aside three animals, let us tongue in cheeks, they just happen to be the animals that he's supposed to bring a male and a female lamb, and a ram. So there, there's no confusion which one's meant for which, because none of those korbonas can be offered in place of the other. The komachatis has to be a female lamb, etc. So, so it's as if he already designated them. That's what we're saying. So bar so Barashi's suggestion has stood. Not sure how we pass him, but again most of yesterday we spent establishing this principle that this is sinai, that unspecified money for a, unspecified money for the nauseous sacrifices or for the sacri- for a cane for a pair of birds is used for a job even though mixed into that unspecified money is money that is supposed to go to a kobachatis. that only, yesterday again we said that only applies by Money and not, uh, all money equivalent, I like something easily sold, but not something like an animal that could be used for a carban, or a pile of building materials which you're going to have to work out, you know, what quality are they, what can they be used for, how many kilograms is it, two mission, a, a huge mission that would not consider. Today we had Rafsimi Simi Barashi who revises that, and he proves he says no, they still have the din of stamp even if they can't be sold easily. And the ramifications for that would primarily be by Cain. Um, the interesting one that would then fall into this category what happens if the owner of the Nazir set aside, let's say, three cows or even one cow, it doesn't really matter, for his carbanos Nazir? What does he mean? I'm going to sell it and use the money for my sacrifices. Now, those, since he set aside an animal that could be a Korban as a Korban, it has its. It has. Uh, you can't just redeem it. You have to wait for it to get an injury and redeem it. So according to the one opinion, according to the opinion yesterday, it's not considered stamos. It's considered mifuroshos, and therefore, if the owner dies or something, you'd have to dispose of it, like because it has some carbon chatus money mixed in. Uh, but according to the day, how we learn today, it would be considered stump, it's unspecified, and therefore it could be offered as an Adova. Okay, now we're going to have two challenges um, on, do we view an animal that, an, an animal that has a mum, kistuma? Again, this is built on this principle that we said, but if the animal has a mum, it can be redeemed straight away. And it was never a korban because it had a mum. So that's what he says. Rav so, Rav challenges It says, now, now this is, not often it just says he challenged, and then you've got to work out what he's challenging. Now it tells us what he's challenging. It says, You're going to tell me that an animal with a mum is like an unspecified animal. Again, what do we mean by unspecified? That if the owner is not going to use it for his knowledge sacrifice, he can, you use the money to offer a korban oila? It says, Tashma, come in here. It says, Amruha, Aviv. When do you get a case that a person can shave, I can offer, conclude his nazirot um, with his father's money, with his father's sacrifices. Now I'm going to switch to the Rosh, the Rosh's, Text is a little bit easier than Al Gemara. but the, so the Rosh says Bizman Aviv Nazir. So if you're following in the Gemara and you notice a few differences, it's just because I'm I'm reading in the in the, in the Rosh. Um, in my Gomorrah it's like the fifth line of the Rosh, but I think it might be slightly different. Different in it starts Hachi Sinan Aviv Nazir. If there was a case where he's so, okay, what's the question? We know there's a special halacha that sometimes a son can use his father's korbanos, or zero set aside. He doesn't have to set aside his own. So when is that? So he says, So if you had a father he set aside his money for his sacrifices or and then the father died and the son says and the son says you know what I take a nere to be a nazir on condition that I can use my father's um, my father's sacrifices he's allowed to shave with his father's sacrifices. I, when he, again, his father set aside sacrifices for when he ends his Naziru money, and then the father dies, the son can jump in the place and say, no, I'll be a Nazir on condition I can use those sacrifices. Now this is, again, what are we excluding from? Avalim ho Yehuva Aviv Nadarim, Nazirim, v'hifrish Aviv tumim umais. But if him and his father were, Nazir, were Nazirs at the same time, And then his father set aside animals and died. And the son says, I want to use my father's sacrifices. He can't. You have to use them as the We're highlighting that only when he became a Nazir after his father died and the money became available can he use his father's animals or money for his sacrifice. Whereas... um, If he became a Nazir at the same time, or if he accepted Nazirus while his father was still a Nazir, then he can't. What's the reason? I mean, it's almost implicit, but the Rosh explains because he became obligated if his father was a Nazir, and then while his father was a Nazir, he became a Nazir. He became obligated in his own set of sacrifices. It's only when he becomes a Nazir, after his father is a Nazir, that he can piggyback off his, and then his father dies. Well, oh, sorry, if his father became a Nazar and set aside the animals and then died, he's allowed to become a nozer and piggyback off his father. That's a special halacha by the nozer. Now I'm going back into the Gemara, but the price continues. If the father had set aside animals, so above we just learned about the money, now we bring in the animals. We see that the Chattas has to be left to die. And the oil can be offered. It. So oil and the shlamim versus shlamim. mum. And this implies whether or not it has a mum. I, the, um, the Bryson mentions unspecified money in its first case, and then it switches to behemus mufurasho specified animals without distinguishing whether the animals have otamim unblemished, I can be used as common, or whether they bale mumim. It must be that bale animals with a mum are also considered mufureshes. Again, by the fact that we're not making a distinction and we see that the Bryson says as a blanket statement, all animals are treated as specified, that would be even if they have a mum. So the Komar answers, Lord, we're we discussing unblemished animals. Also, so now the Komar is going to say, so what, if we're discussing even only unblemished animals, says, abal mum, if you're going to tell me that a balmum is like unspecified, again, which is what we want to say according to the Halacholomon Sinai, that animals which have a mum, they can be sold immediately, are like unspecified, well then why does the prices switch from discussing the money to discussing animals? Just discuss an animal that's a balmum versus an animal that's a tam, a Okay, and I think what we're saying, in in other words, what we're saying is that the prices. Remember, we always want them to be as uh, symmetrical and congruent as possible. And to bring out a point, often you bring it as the similar case as possible. So we switch from the first part of the price when it's discussing stum, I unspecified money, and then it switches in the prices to discuss if he sets aside animals. It's a father set aside animals and then dies. Why not just discuss if The father set aside animals with a blemish, which would have the same haloch as stam, as we suggested, and then switch to discuss animals which are pure. But the fact that it goes from money to animals and not unblemished animals to uh, blemished animals to unblemished animals must be unblemished animals are the same as blemished animals. So one says, no, hakanami balas mum. No, you could say it could have said balas mum instead of. Of money, but what it's emphasizing is Lamai Kinshu, Kadisha, why did he set aside an animal that is has a mum? for the money. The ha'inu no mos. well, it's va- sorry, for its value. For its value, well, that's money. So basically, it's saying, it's just explaining it. It's saying, whether you set aside money or whether you set aside an injured animal, an animal with a blemish, for all intents and purposes, you've done the same thing. You've set aside something to use as money for your korbanos. So therefore, that's why it doesn't... According to the price, it doesn't... Okay. And Well, it wouldn't make a difference. And that's the case. So so just to fit it in with the previous... With Al-Sugya, we, ch- we said earlier in the Sugya that um, an animal that has a blemish is like it's unspecified, that if the owner's not going to use it, he could throw it to... Sorry, not you would throw it to the... You would use it for Nadova, and Nadova. We brought a challenge which seemed... We, this price has seemed to make no distinction between an animal with a blemish and an animal without a blemish. It's treated as if it's specified and therefore you should have to dispose of it because it has khat money mixed in. Comes along and says, no, the price that is implicitly making a distinction between an animal with a mum and an animal without a mum, an animal with a mum would be the same as discussing cash, as discussing money. Okay, now we're going to challenge that point again. So Masiv Rava Robert challenged it again. Um, um, now, Robert's, yeah, Robert's challenging the same principle again. Either principle that unspec- uh, blemished animals have the same halacha as money. Again, what's special about the halacha with money? Even though you have chattas, money, mixed instances, it's never been specified which money is for which. You can bind the with it. Ravah is going to challenge that injured animals are unspecified, but it's going to be a long brysa that goes all the way to a few lines before the next Mishnah, which is towards the bottom of Chalchisam Chesamun Aleph. So we're not going to do the whole brysa today. We're going to start, we'll do the first half of the brysa today, we'll do the second half of the brysa, and then we'll resolve the challenge. So Moshe, Ravah challenged. I'll just highlight where we bring out the the challenge from just because we're holding in it today. Um, I lost the place. Oh, must of Robert. Robert challenges says, Carban, no, his carbon. This is by a karban khattis. It says karbanah, his carbon three times. So we're going to go in what each of those are bringing out. So karbanah, the karbanah, the karbanah, the A person can only use his karban, not his father's karban. Um, and let's say his father died and was no longer using his karban khattis. He can't take that karban khattis. So he says, Oh Yaholo Yotzubakarbanosha Avi Shahifish Mila Kala Kamura, Kamura Lakala, Aval Yotze Bakaban, Avi Shahifrich, Minakala Kala or Mila Kamura Kamura. Says maybe that's specifically where it's a different level of sin that they want the carbine khatas for. Where he did a severe Aveira and his father did a light Aveira, or the other way around. Maybe that's where he can't use his father's um khatas. But if they did the same level Aveira, both a lighter Avera or a more severe Aveira then he can use his father's chattis? Talmud Lohmah, karbanah, karbanah, but karbanah, who yoitse but karbanah shall of him. No, it says, karbanah twice, that he can be yoitze through his father's sacrifice. Sorry, only through his sacrifice, but not his father's sacrifice, even if it's for a similar avera. When do you bring a karban chattis? What sort of averas? So, you bring it for an Aveira who's. If you did it on purpose, you would get one would get, koras. If he does it by mistake, he brings a, a korban chattas. What do we mean by a strict khatas and a lot khatas? Those are all severe aviras. So the rosh points out no. you get some korban. Some sometimes you bring a khatas for an averer that if done on purpose, you could be put to death. For example, Shabbos or avodah Zorah. then he break Shabbos on purpose and there's warning and witnesses etc he'll be put to death if he breaks Shabbos by mistake then he will bring a korban what's a light level if he eats Kalev or if he eats blood, if someone eats blood they, if it's on purpose they get Koresh, if it's by mistake they bring a Korban Chattas, but again so we see that there are light level um, Korban Chattas and more severe level Korban Chattas, we had it the other day there's a there's an opinion in, in, my, in my one class that's like quite jarring when you think about it. There's an opinion in the Gemara that I don't think we pass like this but it's a major opinion in the, in the Mishnah that what happens let's say we know that the general punishment for negative commandments is lashes. What happens if someone but some are more severe and there would be kores? What happens if he's, there was warning and aid him could he get lashes instead of korehs? So let's say two people tell him, don't eat that meat that's chaylev. Remember, chaylevs are the part that are supposed to, that of any animal is awesome. That's why we basically chuck the whole hard kore instead of separating the chaylev and taking out to get an We just sell on the whole hard corner. But chaylev is forbidden for a Jew to eat. And if he does it by mistake, he brings a common chaylev. If he does it by on purpose, he brings a... So if two witnesses said to him, don't eat that chaylev, you'll be chayev and he says I don't care and he goes ahead and does it anyway is it that he gets can he get lashes instead so the one of holds he can for any negative commandment even if there's kores, he can get lashes and that will bring atonement instead of having to get kores. Okay, and Allah, unless very something like uh, misa then you will have to be put to death um, but what's quite jarring is you can uh, therefore have someone who sleeps with their sister, and someone who eats chaylev, or blood, or not even that severe, um, who eats regular non-kosher, not nearly as severe as eating chaylev, and what's his punishment? Lashes and what's the person who sleeps with his sister who aichaylev who all these severe aviras are getting lashes. So I mean, it's, it's, uh, but so so we see. I mean, it's hard for us to understand how Hashem issues and how He decided what the punishments are. But we do see that you get lighter aviras that there's korban chattis for, and then more severe aviras that they're korban chattis for. But either way, a son can't use his father's korban chattis That's the main point of the braces so far maybe we can with this is specifically where his father separated an animal that he can't get atonement for the light for a lot of air on a lot of air using his father's behemoth or for a strictive or a strictiveira using, because we find that a person can 't use his father 's animals for his nazeros. Remember up above this page, we said there are certain times where someone can use their father 's animals for their own nazerus. Well, sorry, that was there. It was specifically if his father sets aside money for his nazir cornos. If the father then does and the son then becomes a nauseo, he can use the father 's money. But if the father set aside animals and then died, and then the son became an ozim, he can't use his father's animals. So he's saying here, so what the price is suggesting, okay, so maybe that's specifically by animals. Aval, yodzei b'ma'os shehifresh aviv, Afilumila Kamura ala Kala Omila Kala la Kamura, Share Orama Kaleha al Maus aviv ben Nazirus is manchanged stumin. Maybe the the law is manchained Mufurashin. Maybe just as a person can use his father's unspecified money, not specified money, but unspecified money for his own Azirus, he can use money his father set aside for his carbon chatus, but not the animal his father set aside as a carbon chatas. Um yatzah Yatsa, B'mal, Shehif, sorry, I skipped the line. Tamulama carbon there's another carbon carbonohu who of any yotz of a he's only allowed to use his carbon and not his father's carbon and that includes not even money his father set aside as his carbon. So we'll leave it there for today but just so far what the Brazer has brought out is that the carbon that a fa- that a son cannot, will we have a special, I think it's you know, that a son can use unspecified money that his father set aside for his nazir korban, for his own nazir korbans, but not a korban behemah, and not well, not a nazib, not animals his father set aside, and with a khattis he can't use animals or money, as there's an extra word in the, in the past implying it has to be his. Okay, have a good week.